Hello and welcome to Fragments of the Soul with me, Katie Fishlock. Today I am going to be musing upon the topic anger and not only is it another fantastically big topic, <laughs> there's definitely a layer of anger I have been thinking about recently and that's suppressed anger. In particular, suppressed anger that has been in there, in the bones for a few years, decades even, you know, that suppressed anger. The anger that you may not even know you have. The suppressed anger that you thought you have dealt with and forgotten about. And it's a fascinating area of topic to talk about and think about. And firstly, I just want to uh, just want to say that I haven't got any answers. I haven't got any answers to this, but I have spent a lot of time thinking about this and a lot of time looking at my own suppressed anger and getting to know it and figuring it out. And so, what is it? That's probably a really good place to start. What is this suppressed anger I'm talking about here? The best way for me to think about it and describe it, and this is just how it feels to me. First of all, it's something that doesn't present itself to you every day in the forefront of your mind, in the sense that it's one of those emotions, suppressed emotions, that you may not even know is there. And the way I figured out that this suppressed anger was getting getting to me and in my way is when I took a closer look at my energy levels and energy. And I have been fascinated about what are the causes for fatigue and a severe lack of energy. And there are a million reasons why you could be fatigued. There's a million reasons why you may struggle to get out of bed. And for me, I have many reasons why that was the case for me and still is the case at times and it's almost like one of the petals for fatigue could be suppressed anger now if you take anger as an emotion 
it's an emotion that requires a lot of energy. It's a very energetically filled emotion. So the simplest and easy, easiest way to grasp that is when you see anger manifested and it's being in a physical sense it's this burst of energy that rage it's very high powered burst and fire and it's electric even so from a visual sense anger is a very energetic emotion And with that in mind, you know, to, to release anger, you feel like a sense of power when you release it. If you think of that emotion suppressed, it still needs energy. It still requires a lot of energy. Even though it may not be physically presenting itself, it's still burning energy in its repressed state. It's like the fire that is lit inside you that needs coal and logs constantly being put on it. It's an energy burner. Another way of saying it is suppressed anger is is like an app on your phone that you're not using but it's just taking all your battery life. And that's the one, that's the one analogy that fits with me really well. It's like an app that you are not currently using and it's just sat on your phone taking all your battery power. That is suppressed anger. So how do you know you have it? I think it's fair to say that if you've experience some trauma in your life which I'm pretty sure we we all of us have <laughs> all of us have then there is a high probability that you have some suppressed anger around that trauma and it may have been suppressed because whatever the st- the trauma and the situation, there is quite a high likelihood you couldn't get physically angry or you couldn't express yourself and your needs at that moment in time. Or you couldn't get out, you couldn't save yourself, you couldn't speak up, you couldn't stand your ground, you couldn't leave. So therefore there would potentially be some anger around that scenario that couldn't be expressed in a safe, helpful way when the trauma was happening. And maybe even after You may have been in an environment or a situation that even afterwards you couldn't fully express how you felt and the anger 
you felt during during a situation. So therefore, that anger has been just just stored away. I always like to say it's in the bones, but <laughs> it just it just gets gets stored away, and you continue through life. And you may continue through life and be none the wiser. And that's perfectly okay. But I reached a point where I was really trying to figure out why I was feeling so tired and so heavy and so almost weighed down. I touched based on a few things, and one of them was this suppressed anger. And I knew there had been some situations in my life where I had to suppress my anger. Because it wasn't, it simply wasn't safe for me to fully express myself and all my rage at the time of a scenario happening. And so it got packaged and suppressed. And there's a fire going on inside me somewhere, (laughs) using all this energy for this suppressed anger. And when I think back to certain instances, when I think back to certain scenarios and times in my life, that have been deeply traumatic. I feel that anger. I feel it. I think particularly I feel it when there's been a substantial amount of time that's passed. And I think back and I get angry because sometimes I get angry because I'm, I get the anger. Sometimes feels like, well, that's not fair. The anger has so many faces to it. And what is interesting, even though I have been very fortunate, I have been very fortunate enough to experience at length many styles and kinds of therapy including bodywork and hypnotherapy and a long line (laughs) of talk therapy, I have never had my suppressed anger addressed. And why is that? I don't know why that is. I don't know why that is. It's not something I would have brought up, but I'm surprised that with any of my therapy that I've had so far, that it hasn't been addressed. Shall we address this suppressed anger? Because I want to know, how do you release it? How do you release it? At first, I thought and I read and I listened. If you just feed in to a memory 
of trauma or suppressed anger, releasing it in a physical safe way, like punching a pillow or a punch bag, that will help move that energy through. Now my first thought, which was my first and my last thought about this was, I am too tired to punch a pillow. Just don't have the energy for that. Just don't. Where am I going to get the energy for that? (laughs) It tires me just reading about the fact that I would need to do something physical like that to release it. So I wiped that one off the slate. I was like, that's that's not gonna that's not gonna do it for me. And then I decided to write letters that wouldn't be sent, but letters to key figures, shall we say? <laughs> key trauma figures. And I wrote my anger down. And that was okay. And I read the letters back. And that was okay, but it didn't quite. That's a, I'm sure that's a positive exercise, but it still didn't quite scratch the itch. It's still, still a big fire going inside me. How can I? And then I started looking at, at, at anger as a whole. The emotion anger. I thought about it from many levels and even took ideas and thoughts about anger from different places and I looked at where does anger live in the body and that's probably a really hard thing to answer but when I went into when I dived into spirituality and then looking at the energy systems of the body also known as the chakras, emotion anger tends to live in the solar plexus. The best way to describe where the energy of the solar plexus lives is if you've ever had acid reflux. Oh my goodness. It's that sort of top of the stomach, just that soft bit before you hit the sternum. Just that soft bit and even if you touch it sometimes it can feel a little bit tender the place where you have acid reflux (laughs) tends to be where this energy center lives which is really interesting because it also revolves around like the stomach area and ibs and if you think of the element of energy and fuel There's a lot of energy going on in this area in your stomach and your intestines and it's about producing energy from food. So this is like the part of your body that is the throwing the logs on the fire. So that kind of quite, that made sense to me. Is that okay? Would explain the acid reflux. And then... I started thinking about, okay, so with acid reflux, Gaviscon, <laughs> or Renes, are an antidote. What is anger's antidote? What's, 
everything has a light and a dark, or a yin-yang, everything. What is the yin to anger's yang? What is it? I knew it would be another emotion. So it has to be another emotion that fits with anger. And I started fitting things like love, empathy, joy, you know, all these things. I kind of started fitting it and the emotion next to anger. And I'm like, "Mm, mm, yeah, you know, kind of fits, kind of doesn't. And it wasn't until I came to compassion. And compassion fitted. I was like, hmm, that seems quite a good compliment. It seems to kind of... And why does compassion fit with anger? And why did it fit with anger for me? Because I wanted my, my main goal. And I wasn't, you know, expecting this all to disappear overnight. But the feeling I wanted, I wanted the feeling, the melting feeling. I wanted to feel a little bit of space and I wanted to feel some of my suppressed anger to kind of melt a little. In time, I want it to melt, but I just want that, just, just, oh, that easeful, oozing, melting my suppressed anger because I know it's deep so I want something kind of like just a really oozy and melty to get in there the thing with compassion I tried saying things like to myself I'm sorry that you're angry and I was like oh god that doesn't fit oh no didn't, didn't fit for me I was like, mm. and, you know, love the anger. I was like, mm, no, no, that doesn't fit. And it wasn't until I came to, it's okay to be angry. It's really okay to be angry at that. Yeah, hell yeah. You have a right to be angry at that. And I played around with the voice a little bit of it. And I kind of imagine this kind of like sassy, like, yes, you deserve to be angry at that. Hell yeah. You know, taking off the earrings, kind of rolling up the sleeves and being, you weren't that anger there. And that seemed to fit it. It's the minute I acknowledged and kind of validated the anger, I felt a little bit of space. I felt the anger from a past trauma and the minute I became the observer and as the observer, I looked at this anger and was like, oh yeah, absolutely, you, that anger is well deserved, it's totally okay for that to be there, yep. And that's when I felt it melt a little bit. It's almost like it just needed to be seen and acknowledged and that was it was okay. In a very unapologetic way. 
just needed to be seen and felt, not only seen and felt, but it needed to be told it was okay and deserved. (laughs) And that's how far I've got so far with it. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure there's a step two and potentially a step three with this, I don't know. But that is what I've come to so far. And for me, that has made some small difference and a small melting. What have it done? It has. It has given me a little more space. Just a little bit. Because I kind of went in a in a roundabout way, I see you and you have a right to be here. And it's almost like that's all it really needed. For now. And if I do some more thinking around this, I'm sure I will. <laughs> I will report back. And even the knowing of how much energy suppressed anger takes, holding up that space, has made me really mindful of the fact that it's there and needs melting (laughs) or easing. And sometimes it's even just that thought, that knowing how much energy that's using up. Sometimes that's the start of the process. And so for now, I am going to continue to think upon this. And if you would like to connect with me and share your thoughts about suppressed anger, I would love to hear your experiences. And so for now, thank you for listening. And I wish you could